right, class, shut your yips, take your seats. Welcome to AP Dub Talk. I'm your instructor, Mr. Roots. As long as you follow these three rules, we'll get along just dandy. Warning. Rule number one, shut your yip. The Dub Talk podcast contains language and situations that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Rule number two, shut your yip. While this show is episodic in format, there will be some spoilers to certain gags and jokes. Keep this in mind when you watch. And rule number three, shut your yip. And as always, opinions expressed are those of the individual participants and do not necessarily reflect up talk as a whole. Hey, is that gum? Spit it out and share it with the rest of the class. Hello, one and all, and welcome to Dub Talk, the podcast where classmates tease each other and discuss the latest and greatest in anime English dubs. My name is Stephanie, and it's OG night here at Dub Talk, which means Hardy and Megan are, of course, joining me. Hail Satan! Hail Satan! Hail Satan! If this is how you're gonna, if this is how you're gonna start the episode, oh boy. Oh, boy. Uh, anyway, we're finally getting the winter season underway, even though this is probably not going to go up until the end of March. But anyways, uh, while the winter anime season generally leaves us all in the cold, uh, we do have a few fun shows we're going to be covering this season. What's on the docket for the OGs tonight? Well, we decided to go with a more slice-of-life comedy series that is all about poking fun at someone you like. We're going to be discussing the casting of... I'm going to butcher this, ladies and gentlemen. Garachi Juzo no Takagi-san, or Skilled Teaser Takagi-san. Uh, if you haven't heard of the series, the story centers around Nishikata, a middle school student who has suffered humiliation due to being teased by Takagi, the girl who sits next to him. Since then, he has vowed that to one day do the same to her and succeed in teasing her. Hey there, kids. Do you like Prom Night, Dumpster Babies, and Death Note? Well, Blue, I have a combination for you. God damn it. Oh, Lord. I'm sorry, he looks like a really, really tall fetus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, his head is, like, really, really big. And he's got, like, a beanpole body. This Come is on, you were all no, thinking it. No, no, no. This is the second OG night in a row. Where you've called a character a dumpster prom night baby, or a fetus. But this one, this one doesn't have a flamethrower, so it's not the twins from Judy Tyson. Eternal power, sir. <laughs> However, if you would have put the twins from Judy Tyson into this show, you would have had a better Judy Tyson. <laughs> Teasing master Judy Tyson. It ends with a dead. A bunch of dead middle schoolers. Oh, wait. That's just Danganronpa. Oh. Oh. Oop, oop, oop. <laughs> Shit. Nyah, 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 nyah. <laughs> Channeling my inner Monokuma right now. Uh, as always. Hey there, kids. <laughs> Have you had a shitty day? 
as the kids in your class been teasing you? Well, have I got the toy for you. It's satanic Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, wait, that's just Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> oh, God, I'm half tempted to go grab my uh, monochrome plushie now just to snuggle it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, you can't make it, like, voice act because people can't fucking see us. I, I learned that on the Devil Man episode where I started making my arms look like I was absorbing something and yelling, glub, glub. <laughs> This kid's is why I'm single. <laughs> oh boy. Try not to die laughter already. Alright. Uh, as always, we'll be discussing the cast of this series, including any predictions we may have had, our thoughts, oh, what, the performances of the characters I can read, guys, and our thoughts on the first five episodes of the series, because lo and behold, the day before we recorded it, episode five came out. Oh boy, we've got a rather small list to work with too, so this is gonna be easy peasy. So, let us start with the staff of the series. So we have the ADR director, we have an assistant ADR director attached, and we have, of course, the script writer. Does anyone have predictions aside from me? Not really. Uh, no, because when the cast of this actually came out, uh, one, I was neck deep in Devilman Crybaby suffering. And two, I was actually at the NHL All-Star game that weekend. So I had no way, and I didn't know it was coming out because I was busy going to that all weekend in a wedding. So when I was at the game, I checked my Twitter messages really quick just to be like, hey guys, what's going on? And everyone's like, oh, I can't believe X, Y, and Z is in Tagaki-san. I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> As this tends to go around here sometimes. Um, so I'm just gonna pick somebody to blame, and tonight I feel like everything is... Third dart at the board. I picked Jamal. Everything is Jamal's fault. <laughs> Jamal is it. why I suffer. Uh, Jamal, I don't know what your kink is, but I'm shaming it right now. Congratulations on being Andrew for the night. Ooh. Oh no. In the cage. Oh. A at least... If he I would probably like it. <laughs> you know what? He would probably enjoy it the most. So Jamal, you're off the hook. Um, I can't be mean to Roots of Justice. That's also Gigi's king. You can always <laughs> just get mad at me for the Raising Canes again. I mean, that's, you know, standard right now. Yeah, but I don't feel like fried chicken. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're, we'll save that for our spring episode where I'm going to be craving coffee and fried chicken. For oh, reason. Lord. <laughs> oh, come on. Like, you all... Like, you all don't know what's happening. Um, <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Wink, 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 nudge, nudge. You all fucking know what's happening in spring. Um, can you just pick someone so I can go? Wheel, wheel of bitch. Turn, turn, turn. <laughs> Who's Megan's bitch tonight? Sorry, Noah, it's you. It's all Noah's fault. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my fucking package, Noah? <laughs> Uh-oh. Shit. Where's Any my flying witch, you bitch? <laughs> anyway... So, I had two predictions each for director and scriptwriter. Obviously, it's kind of hard to tell whether an assistant director would be on a show or not. So, scriptwriter, considering this is a... I don't want to say wholesome, because it's not really wholesome. Uh, it's, it's a fun little slice of life series that has comedic elements. The two writers I picked, who I thought could emulate that the best, uh, were Kristen McGuire and then Emily Neves. And then the director, uh, I went with newer directors that 
well, one, I, could, I figured could handle the material rather well, that being Tia Ballard. The second, I haven't seen him direct a thing since non-Baka, actually. So I actually have Aaron Dismuk as my secondary. But what we have, so the ADR director of this series is actually one Mr. Jeremy Inman, who has also directed series such as Real Life, Saga of Tanya the Evil, and Udahara, and he actually is also, this is actually one of two projects he's directing this season. Uh, the assistant director is one Mr. Anthony Bowling, who has also been the assistant director for series such as Garo Vanishing Line, The Morose Mon Mononokian, and the full-time director for Knights and Magic, and he's also the assistant director for the other project that Jeremy is also working on, and I think a couple others this season. I think yeah, it's like, he's, he's also the assistant ADR director on the episode that I'm hosting this season. Yes. He's doing a so lot of he's, stuff. He's doing a lot of stuff. Anthony Bowling gets around. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then our script writer is a name uh, who you might be slightly familiar with, but personally, I think he needs more writing credits under his belt because he's pretty damn good at it. Matt Shipman, who has written scripts for New Game, I Know Kusabi, and A Sister's All You Need. Oh, Matt. <laughs> oh, Matt. I'm sorry. Oh, Matt. We, we, oh. Love, we, we love you. <laughs> I love you, Higakire. Plays one of my sword boys. At this point, who doesn't play a sword boy? Pretty much uh, everyone. You know, Jeremy Inman doesn't yet. Oh. Not yet. Not yet. Not anyway. yet. He, okay, please, for the love of God, Jed, let him be the stripper from episode eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sengo, keep your clothes on. Anyway, thoughts on the ADR staff? Hurry, I'll leave. go first. Oh, but oh, no, Megan, I... you can go first if you're volunteering. I would probably have dropped this show in the Japanese. The dub of this show and the directing on it makes it very, very tolerable. And there's one thing I really want to say about this. And this is not a knock against the dub at all. And I think a lot of people are going to try to misconstrue what I'm saying. Nobody in this show save for Takaki's actress herself, really sounds like a middle schooler. That being said, they don't in fucking Japan either, and you're all kidding yourselves if you think you do. Mm -hmm. Tagaki and Nishi... Nishi... Mia? Nishikata. Nishikata. Nishikata are played by Rie Takahashi and Yuki Kaji themselves, who are nowhere near fucking middle schoolers. Don't use that as an excuse to knock this dub. Because unless you are a native Japanese speaker or have been to Japan, you probably don't know what an actual Japanese middle schooler sounds like. They capture the spirit of what it is to be Satan and the poor little boy <laughs> who is being teased by Satan for no other reason than that he is horny. Um, I'm sorry, also, the show weirds me out at points when, like... I know it was a special... I think it was episode four they got stuck in the rain, or episode five? It was three. No, wait. Three. No, no, wait. Were they stuck in the temple? Stuck in the rain. Okay. Because there was they the... they make the bet about the clock. That's episode five, because episode three okay. had the umbrella bit. Okay, but there that's are, like, points of. in episode five where she's got, like, a wet t-shirt, and you can, like, see her, like, training bra, and he's like, this is the shirt Tagaki wore, and it's like... They're talking about, like, indirect kisses. Yo, these are fucking middle schoolers. Like, I don't know if Japanese middle schoolers are as horny as, like, high schoolers are, but it's a little bit creepy. And honestly, like, I know nothing Matt can do can ever really, like, tone down the creep. 
because that's just what the show's going for, and I feel like if you went too over the wall, it would lose what semi-sort of inherent charm the show may have. I have very mixed feelings on the show itself. I think that the show it can be charming and funny at times. The shit with the other three girls away from Nishioma... Nish... Nish... Yeah! Nishikata. Nishikata. Nishikata and Tagaki is really funny. Like, the stuff with the three other girls in their class, like, when they're dubbing over the cats rolling around in the That grass, was the greatest. That, that shit's really funny to me. But, like, some of the stuff that Tagaki does is kind of very mean. Like, I tease a lot of people on this show, but, like, there's a line that got crossed in episode five. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Nishikata gets, like, a really girly magazine, and I feel like mm. she makes fun of him a little bit for it. And I'm like, dude, don't ever get someone's hopes up and, like, say you're lying like that. That really fucks with kids. And it fucked with me, as an, and that fucked with me a long time ago, and it really influences how much I trust people. And I also think that this show's a little bit, like, kind of underhanded with, like, the whole idea of, like, Hey, if you really likes if somebody really really likes you, they're gonna tease you and be a dick. No, that's not cute. That's really kind of evil. Hence why I think Tagaki is the devil. Um, but I think Jeremy really captures a lot of the spirits of like middle schoolers or assholes and the way he directs people. Um, I think he gets a lot of the really good comedic timing down. I think he made really clever casting choices, especially for Tagaki um, herself. And I think Matt Shipman did a really good job writing these these creepy little kids, these crazy little kids, especially the three other girls. There are some times where I feel like the writing is a little bit dated. Like I think at one point Nishikata <laughs> tells tell like in his inner monologue, it's like time to get wrecked, Tagaki. And I'm like, okay, that's a little bit dating wise, mm-hmm. and I don't think that would have been in the Japanese. But it does make the show a little bit more charming. Also, Matt, you are really, really, really super cute in Token Rambu, and I'm not allowed to get an episode of that, but you're really, really fucking cute in that show. Amen. Oh. All right, Hardy, how do you feel about the directing and the writing on the show? Uh, it was fine. Pretty much. Yeah, that's it. I really don't have much to say about it, honestly. It's, it was fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. In, in Twitter, Dean. So, so nothing irked you, nothing, nothing. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to gauge. So it wasn't spectacular, but it wasn't terrible. Well, I mean, kind of in the middle or. Yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a standard, you know, feel good kind of dub. There's no real problems with it. Uh, Okay. uh, Not that I could really notice. Okay. Yeah. Simple enough. Mm -hmm. Uh. I have, I'm kind of, in terms of whether I like the show itself or not, I'm kind of in the middle. Like, it's it's kind of obvious there's only one joke in the whole show. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. Let's make Nishio, Nishi, Ni- Nishikata. Nishikata. Is it, is it Nishioma the last name of the crazy bitch from Shimonetta? I don't know, I haven't seen Shimonetta. Oh god, I think it is. <laughs> She's having Shimonetta flashbacks. Oh, fuck. Anyway. Um, yeah, it's... The, the thing is with this show is that there's one joke. And um, it's it, it's the same joke done 50 million freaking ways. It's probably the same reason why I have yet to fish, finish... Um, haven't you heard of Sakamoto? Because it's the same thing. 
Um, but the dub itself, it it actually, like Megan said, it made it, the show more tolerable because I probably would have dropped it by now too. Uh, hell, I still might drop it only because I'm kind of losing interest in the show, <laughs> but that's not the dub's fault. Um, I really enjoy the directing on it. I think I think this is actually the first time I get to talk about a Jeremy Inman directed series, which is pretty awesome. Uh, Arslan does not count because he was an assistant on that. Uh, but I have to give him some credit for some of these, for some of the casting in here. Some of it's very interesting to me. A lot, all of it's basically interesting to me, to be quite frank. And. I think this is also the first time I'm seeing Anthony Bowling stepping in as a director. At least I get to talk about. Um, and that's interesting, too. And it's a good balance because you, you there's no there's no difference in directing styles, which is awesome. Uh, Matt Shipman as a writer. I became a fan of him as a writer for New Game. I still like him as a writer now. And um, <laughs> it's very... What did I write down? It's The script is pretty faithful, uh, but it does make small changes. Now that Megan had said it, I did notice like the one or two lines that kind of date it. But another interesting change. Um, I know Megan didn't watch the Japanese. Hardy, you didn't watch the Japanese, I don't think, right? I watched, I think, one episode in Japanese. Okay, so you didn't get to... Yeah, I didn't really didn't... pay much attention to the script of... Okay, well, the point I'm about to bring up is, um, I believe it's episode three, the uh, segment with the umbrella, mm -hmm. them walking home in the rain the umbrella. Um, so, you know how Takagi is basically like, I, you know, I'm forgetting about all something else right now. What is it called when, to, when some situation like this, like, what, do you, what is it mistaken as? And Nishikata is just like, a couple. In the Japanese, they actually use a completely different term. Hmm. I don't know, I can't remember what it is, but it's obviously a specific Japanese term, and or, and I can't remember what it is or what it means, but um, I, like the, I do like the fact that Matt was able to adapt it in a way that still kept in the line, kept in the line of um, the romantic comedy aspect of the show, and also kind of still, still making it like a trope in a sense, because... Let's face it, in a lot of romantic comedies, especially if it's in anime and if you're in high school or middle school or something, how many times have you seen this kind of scene before? <laughs> I think that's kind of the joke in the fact that, like, Nishikata watches a show that is literally, like, called 100% un Unrequited Love. Yeah, like, even though, even though it's one joke, it also plays with that joke and uses it in stereotypical situations that you would normally see and still has a fun little spin to it in its own way. Um, but yeah, small minor changes like that, like I was, I was, I was impressed with that small change of um, that, that, that term that was originally used in the Japanese to couple because it makes sense given the situation. Um, but otherwise than that, I mean, the dub's adorable to me. <laughs> I, I like it. Um, do I think Takagi is Satan? We shall see later on in the show. But uh, do we think we're good to move on? Yeah, please. Yeah. Wonderful. Wunderbar. Uh, let's see. So, like I was saying earlier, this cast is actually relatively small. 
So this is gonna be an easy night. Um, so first we have our first and only group. Everything else is individual, because again, small ass cast. So we're gonna talk about most of the secondary middle school boys uh, of the show. And it's probably gonna be a very quick segment too, as you will probably see why in a minute. So we have Nakai, Kimura, and Takao. Nakai, uh, I don't, th I don't think any of it was stated if any of these kids are in um, Nishikata and Takagi's class. Um, Nakai, he's kind of the uh, the average kid. Um, who, he's the one with the girlfriend. He's the one with the girlfriend, which I don't think they, we ever heard about who that character is or who voices her. Um, yeah, there was no thing for her. It, yeah. She has, like, one line in, like, episode three or four. Yeah, which is why, unfortunately, we're not going to get the discuss her tonight. Um, we have Kimura, or he's known as... He has a nickname that Nishikata mentions. It's, like, um, the king of lunch or something? King of lunch period or something? King of early lunches. Thank you. King of early lunches, because he's a chubby kid. Chubby kid. Except that guy. And we have... Except that guy. Yes. And then we have Takao. Who is this nerdy kid? He also have a nickname. What is it? The King of Health Sciences or something? Yes, so. King of Health Sciences because oh god, that was such a fucking awkward series that, of events. That was an awkward. Like episode. okay, that was just kind of weird, <laughs> even weird. for an anime, and yep. it's just like it, it, like just just to, I, I'm assuming if you watch this episode, you've watched the show. Essentially, um. Nishikata can't go swimming because he got his hand cut because he tried to pet a cat and it bit him or some shit. Yep. And then uh, Takagi is there not swimming too. And uh, she's like, if you can guess why I'm not swimming, uh, then you can go. And like in his head, he's like, why wouldn't a girl be swimming? And he thinks back to Takao, uh, right? Takao, yep. Takao, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> girls don't go swimming because they're on their period. Yeah. And it's like, what the Fuck! Yeah, it's it's the it's the reasoning you didn't expect. Oh, I'm not. You know what? I'm not even gonna go there. I have some dignity about that shit. We are not discussing how girls deal with that time of the month. No. <laughs> but yeah, that was kind of awkward. Um, did that, did anyone have predictions for the boys? Nope. I did not. I had predictions for two of them. Uh, for Nakai, I actually picked Alejandro Sub for this. And Takao, because nerdy kid. Uh, who better to play a nerdy kid than Anthony Bowling? <laughs> but. So he's really good at those. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but what we actually have may surprise you. I know it surprised me. Um, and when, this... it, when Andrew actually told me who uh, Takao was, I was like, wait, what the fuck? Yup. So, as Nakai, we have actually a relatively new f voice actor. We have Mr. Chris Thurman, who has been in series such as, well, he's only had one other named role, and it's in King's Game, the animation. Uh, but he has done background characters for series such as Grimgar and Myriad Colors Phantom World. I'm so sorry, dude. You had to be in fucking King's Game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, for Kimura, our chubby king of early lunches, we have uh, one Mr. Jerry Jewel, who has been in series such as Black Butler, The Disastrous Life of Psyche K, and Junie Tyson, Zodiac War. And here's the kicker. Because if you thought Jerry Jewel as a chubby middle schooler was 
odd enough, let's talk about Taco, the nerd, the king of health sciences, who is voiced by Blake Shepard, who has been in series such as Full Metal Panic Second Raid, Monster Hunter Stories, and Nanbaka. <laughs> so yeah, if you can believe it, Blake Shepard is playing a nerd. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker! Um... Alright, so how do we feel about these performances? Hardy, would you like to start for me? Uh, yes, I'll be very brief and succinct. Um, I really have no opinion because they haven't really had much to say, honestly. And so, really, unless I've forgotten, they've only had like one or two lines each so far, and it can't really leave much of an impression. So, that's all I have to say. I, I can agree with that. I think out of the three of them, Chris Thurman got more most screen time out of the three. Because with Jerry and Blake, you only get one scene each with them. And it's yeah. during that pool incident. Well, no. Uh, you get two scenes with them because they're at the, the library in episode five. You're at right. The very beginning. You're right. It's very brief. And yeah, though. like, Jerry Jewel, hey, Jerry Jewel does a fat guy voice. Didn't know we could do the fat guy voice. Yep. Let's do the fat guy voice. Uh Chris Thurman, hey, he sounded pretty good, like a shy dude getting a girlfriend, and uh, didn't know Blake Shepard could do Poindexter. He, I actually thought it was, I thought he was Todd Haverkorn for a minute. Really? That looked like a Todd Haverkorn character, and I had Masao from Shiki stuck in my head. <laughs> um, but I'm actually not surprised Blake Shepard's playing like a middle school age looking boy because he's Shishio and Tokenrambu, who's like also a middle school boy. I mean, it's not. It, I, I I still can't connect Poindexter to Iki, so bunch of weird fucking science. That's what. That's why he has special because because he has the swirly eye nerd glasses. <laughs> Shit. We have to find the level sixteen evolution. <laughs> God damn it! Oh boy. Yeah, I mean, as brief of as brief of scenes as these three got, I liked them. Not what I expected, but I like him. <laughs> I like him. It's fun when uh, it's fun when my um, expectations are blown. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd say good on you, sirs, for these roles. Be good. Ready to move on? Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sorry, it was brief, but these characters have very, very small roles in the show. Um. So from here on out, basically everybody is going to be individual. The next person we're going to talk about is probably the one of the few adult figures figures in the series and probably the one that you could most remember um mr tanabe he is the english teacher for their class do we have any predictions for mr tanabe i have i have one and it's very simple i went to default for it I uh, predicted Brian Massey because he played a very similar character in Psyche K. This is true, and it would be pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, I had no one. Tanabe was the only other character I didn't have. Uh, but who is voicing them? It's kind of ironic, and I'll s explain in a second. So we have Chris George voicing Mr. Tanabe, <coughs> who's been in series such as Cheer Boys, Fairy Tale, and here's the kicker Interviews with Monster Girls. <laughs> Ah, 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 I'm doing the finger guns. <laughs> I got you, Jeremy Inman. I got you. I get you. I got you, Jeremy Inman, you clever son of a bitch. <laughs> My wrists hurt really bad. <laughs> Ow, I did that too hard. Oh. 
Yeah, I hurt myself. Are you okay? Are you okay? This episode is not no longer dub talk Tagaki san, it's dub talk Megan Zamoran and hurts himself again. <laughs> But Hi, yeah. I'm Megan Zarek, and welcome to Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do that at Anime Boston and run into a door. <laughs> we need to get that on like, the recording, too. I'm going to try to do the devil. Hardy, you yeah. know what the devil man run is, right? Oh, no, don't. <laughs> That's like the Scooby-Doo-looking motherfucking track run where you flail your arms <laughs> like you're trying to, like, claw the air. I'm going to see how many people do that at, like, AB, because it's the new Naruto run, and how many of them eat it. Nice. <laughs> Set to the jackass theme. <laughs> please, please, let's do it. I'll get it on video, and we'll put it in the vlog just for shit. And now I need to convince a bunch of people to fucking do that. I bet if you just start running and doing it, people might join you. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Oh. So, Chris George is Mr. Tanabe. Mr. Tanabe is an angry person. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny to see Chris George play the complete opposite of his character in interviews with Monster Girls. Hey, Tagaki. Uh, no, no. Hey, Nishikata. Interview with Chalkstick. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to have, like, a Chalkstick off between him and the, the teacher from Keijo who does it with her ass. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but I, I love it. It's hilarious. It's a lot of fun. Again, I wasn't quite expecting you, yeah, Jeremy. Evan, you're a clever bastard, and I love it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I enjoyed Chris George as um, Mr. Tanabe. It's a lot of fun. Especially when he yells. Though, to be fair, the one time where he kind of has a small giggle when Nishikata was making those stupid faces. <laughs> and he caught himself. It was the best thing ever. <laughs> He's like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Um, Damn kid looks like face is gonna look like Carl from The Walking Dead after this week. <laughs> oh shit. It's fucked up. I'm awful. <laughs> yes. Yes you are. So miss somebody who actually watches The Walking Dead's gonna hear this joke in like fucking comfort me. <laughs> so miss awful person, how do you feel about Chris George's Tanabe? Uh I, I really liked it. It's angry teacher and I I'm not used to it, uh I'm not used to Chris George being, like, the big angry guy. Not that I... Like, the biggest angriest dude I remember him being. And by angry, I mean, like, he kind of, like, just hugs Josh Gurley, Jerry Kotsky, and also yells, do me now. Like, that's about the last thing I remember Chris George being, like, the big dude in. But, I forgot like, about that. Big and, big and yelling, yes. Everybody forgets that he tells... Yuri Kotsky to do him. Um, that's a joke. Great. Anyway. Oh yeah, so sexy. Take me now. <laughs> I have your eyes. I should watch lunch. it. <laughs> anyway, go. Uh, but yeah, no, he he good. He good. Mm -hmm. Hardy. Oh yeah, he's fun to listen to. You know, he just you could tell that he's just so done with this. He's just he's had enough. He doesn't want to deal with it. And every time that. Takagi forces cut what what's his name? No, I'm Nishikata. doing it. Thanks, man. Yeah, Nishikata. Uh, I'm sorry, it's hard <laughs> to remember. I want to just call him by his actor's name. But he's last, so you're gonna have to deal with it. Every time Nishikata acts up in class and he has to deal with it, you could just tell that he's just Are we doing this again, really? 
Yeah, like he is just so fed up with it, and you can tell it in his voice. It's just he's hilarious. Yeah. Basically, he has the voice that Lilac has like every time I talk. Right. That's that's thanks thanks thanks. I love you, but you know you want to kill me on the inside. I want to kill a lot of people on the inside. Not just you, but I want to kill a lot of people. (laughs) This just in. Our boss is a sociopath. <laughs> More at 11. <laughs> run, run for your lives. <laughs> no. I know where you well, live. You don't. <laughs> I know. She does. Oh, no. She has my address. She sends me things. <laughs> no, she, bought me, she bought me Love Live and questioned, and questioned my taste in anime. <laughs> I was hurt. <laughs> you question my taste too sometimes, so fuck you. Yeah, what? Well, not always, but mostly. <laughs> you and you and mostly me and you. No. No. Everyone's a hero in their own way. I'm sorry. I just watched the pop, the new Pop Team Epic episode today for the English dub. For those of you who didn't, subs- who didn't do as I said, I'm coming to get you. <laughs> yeah. You will die in 30 minutes. <laughs> I, I just wanted no, to say, you two, you two should totally cosplay as Popico and Pee Me. Oh <laughs> uh, no! By the fun fact, actually, Roots and I are gonna do that. Oh wow! Oh, I'm being Popko. He's being Peep Me. Oh boy! He can rock the Peep. He can rock the Popko. I'm sorry. I I I knocked my filter off for a second. Shit. Oh, anyway, now you're all just imagining Roots in a skirt. <laughs> He'd look damn good in it. Oh, shut up. Anyway. Let's let we we good to move on from Mr. Tanabe. Yes, is there please. any is there any other yes. thoughts about Chris George's performance before we move on? He's he good. He good. He good. He, he good. All right. So, aside from the goings-ons between Ishikata and Takagi, we have three female classmates that we have little little fun things little mini-sodes centered around them on occasion. Uh, so we're going to talk about each of them individually, starting with Sanae. Sanae, between the three, she's... What's the best way to describe her? Because you call... Is she the dead-eye-looking one? Yes. Yeah, she's the dead-eye-looking one. She looks like... Because she looks like a piece of her soul dies every day hanging out with these other two. Because <laughs> Yukari is kind of the quiet one, and Mina is just the energetic little <laughs> short stuff. Um, and then Sanae kind of rounds it out as normal, I guess? I don't know. I don't know if there's a way to describe her. Um, predictions for Sanae. So she is not the glasses one, right? No. Okay. Yeah. Um, I had Afia Yu. Cool. I I have no predictions because I was at a hockey game. Yeah, I know. Uh, I had two. I had Don Bennett and Marissa Lenti. Uh, who is actually voicing Sanae is Christy Rothrock, who has been in series such as Classroom of the Elite, Suki Gakire, and Alderaman on the Sky. All the ramen on the sky! All the ramen. All the ramen on the sky. All, hey, all the ramen on the sky. Hell no. <laughs> I'm tired. I've, been, I've had to work the past three days at like five in the morning. I'm tired. Pardon me. All right, how do we feel about Christy's performance as Sana A? Who wants to go first? Uh, I guess I'll go first. Go um, 
she's she's kind of like the dead inside one, and I think Christy Rockcroft gets it really well done. Because <laughs> uh, the last time I watched her in a show, she was one of three otaku triplets ruining Josh Gurley's life. Okay, did they? They okay? They didn't ruin Josh Gurley's life. They did get him a husband. Um. Well, to be fair, I think the last time we actually saw Christy it was in Suki Day. Oh, true. Fuck, I forgot she was in... I forgot I was... I was on that episode, damn it. Yeah, as another middle schooler. Yeah, let me make my point in that the true heroes of Yuri on Ice are uh, Axel, Lutz, and Loop. (laughs) Um, Thank you, girls, for doing a service to all of us and helping Yuri Yuri and Victor realize what love is. Um, But no, I think she did did a really good job as, like, this dead-eyed middle schooler who is, like, clearly, like... I don't know why I'm fucking here. I just kind of am. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she was really cute and adorable. Yeah, I agree. It's it's kind of like this blunt personality in a sense. Like, she's very straightforward, very blunt. Kind of reminds me of me, which is scary. Uh, <laughs> I would argue also- that... Sorry. No, go ahead. I would argue that she's sort of the voice of reason among the three yeah, of them. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's, like, it's kind of hard to describe her character among this trio. Though, to be fair, she makes a really fun balance with um, Yukari and uh, Mina as well. And the actresses voicing those characters. So it's fun. Yeah, voice of reason sounds a lot better to me than just straight blunt. <laughs> but yeah, she's very enjoyable. And I like... I, I like now that you brought up Yuri on Ice... I think there's a missed opportunity here with uh, these girls. Uh, oh, I know why now. <laughs> you know why, right? <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll we'll bring it up. We might bring it up in a little bit. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy Christy Asane, and because Christy is Christy's another one who she doesn't have a ton of credits under her belt, and not, and even less. Uh, named roles or bigger roles. So I like that she's getting the chance to have more larger named characters in, the, in shows. It's, it's really nice because basically she's slowly getting a fan out of me with her performances and it's great. Uh, any other thoughts on Christy before we move on? Can she be in more shows? Like, please? Please. Pretty please. That'd be great. Uh, alright, so I think we can move on. Let's move on to the quiet, bookish-looking girl, Yukari. Uh, that's probably the best way to describe her. She's also the one character who realizes that something could be going on between Nishikata and Takagi, between the three. And, uh, she convinces Sanae and Mina to tail them at one point. There was a whole little thing called tail. Yeah, I think the other two were like... Oh, hey, let's dub them over. Want to race to the shrine? And it is exactly like, no, what they were saying, too. <laughs> Which is the best like, No, part. you idiots, they're in love. Yeah. She's the shipper trash. She is the shipper trash. <laughs> she's the she's she's going to grow up one day and be a Fujoshi. Oh, probably. But mm-hmm. and there's no shame in that. Um, predictions for Yukari. What do you got? Uh, I- a fifth of Jack. <laughs> I had Genie Toronto. I had Afia you, actually, for Yukari. I had fucking nothing. 
And what we got is Krista McGuire, who has been in series such as Castletown, Dandelion, Gosick, and Prison School. Uh, Hardy, mm -hmm. you want to start us off? How do you feel about Kristen as Yukari? It was a definite departure from her usual roles. I honestly yeah. didn't recognize her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's I, I thought it was a completely different actress, and then I found out it's Chris McGuire. I'm like, wow, it kind of doesn't sound like her that much. So, yeah, it's uh, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, that's why I was saying earlier, like, when we were talking about Jeremy as a director, I really, I again, I really like the casting choices on here because it's not, it, it a lot of these actors are kind of playing against their normal like casting type you know what i mean and kristen's mm. definitely one of them in this because she's a much quieter character much 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 quieter and i really like it i love it it's a lot of fun megan uh i think that it is uh like hardy said it's a departure mm -hmm. from what i know kristen mcguire and I mean, I kind of know her, like, as, again, another one of the triplets who saved Yuri on Ice, um, who caused the whole thing to get going. You go, girls. <laughs> um, but I also think, like, I'm trying to think of the last, like, super big show I watched her. Uh, like, Suki Gakure, she wasn't that. one of, like, she wasn't, like, Akane or, like, fuckboy, fuckboy and fuckgirl or Steven Sanders. Um, so, but I agree that this is a complete departure from what I really think of her as mm -hmm. in like terms of characters I would actually like to see her get a character where like this is her role like she's this character but gets to flesh it out more Yeah, I haven't started watching it yet um, and I really want to because everybody else says it is and I fucking wish this would have been one of Funimation's simuldubs this year um, I kind of hope that she's in a place further than a, un a place further than the universe hmm. I feel like I would like to see her like in a show like that where it's like four girls miss zany misadventures because like i said to me the best parts of this show are like with her christy and mina's actresses characters and not tagaki and nishikata um i really do want to see more i hope that she gets to do more with this character and gets to expand it a little bit because mm -hmm. i also find her shipper on deck ship really funny and i kind of wonder if she where she drew inspiration from that um because that's it's, it's kind of a weird character to always play the one that's like, are they gonna kiss? Now kiss, kiss. <laughs> kiss. Slowly pushes together, slowly pushes together her cloud and Tifa figmas. <laughs> no 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 no. <laughs> slowly pushes together the apple and the banana. Kiss. <laughs> Don't you bring that evil. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, like, okay, can I spoil Attack on Titan right here? Like, can we all just imagine, like, the armored titan taking, like, two, like, statues and being like, no kids. <laughs> <laughs> and just colossal titans in the back, like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> I would totally watch Attack on Titan Junior High if oh if God. Robert McCollum got to be shipper on deck armored titan. <laughs> and it's just like, you guys gonna go to the shrine? We need fan art of this. Hot. Yes, we do. Please draw <laughs> the the armor titan. No, the armor titan taking <laughs> taking the colossal titan and the female titan. No <laughs> kids. <laughs> we keep requesting for fun, stupid fan art. The day when it actually happens is gonna be 
funny and amazing. <laughs> I I kind of if I ever get to meet Robert McCollum, I want him to do in the armored Titan voice. Now kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I, Christian McGuire, I know you're not Robert McCollum, but if you could do your best Robert McCollum impression <laughs> and say now kiss, that would be fucking amazing. Now kiss. <laughs> yes. Kiss, I say. <laughs> kiss or I break down another wall. <laughs> oh, God. Kiss or we won't find out what's in the basement. <laughs> Everyone knows that my ship is true. My ship is Jaeger. best. My, my girl is best girl. Oh my god. Jaeger. Mikasa isn't best girl. <laughs> we really need to get going. Back on track. No. Meanwhile, in Tagaki son, yes. <laughs> Junie Tyson, Tagaki Tyson, middle school war. Yeah. Now I want to talk in my evil overlord voice for the rest of the night. Look what, what you've hey, done. I didn't know Chris Guerrero was on this episode with us. What'd you say? I said I didn't know Chris Guerrero was here. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and all the female lieutenants will wear tiny miniskirts. All right, Moira, Roy Mustang, simmer down. All right, Roy Mustang, calm down. It's okay. All right. All right. <laughs> keep it going. Keep it going. All right. Any other thoughts on Kristen as you card? As we derailed for like five minutes. Any other Butter. thoughts on Kristen? No, I'm good. Yeah, we're good. Beautiful. Then let's talk about the energetic Mina. <laughs> um... Who is a me? Who, who collectively among, I guess, the hosts think, say she's best girl. Quite possibly, uh, yeah. Quite possibly. Uh, she. Okay, she's no. This... So Steph would be Christy Rockroth. Gigi would be Kristen McGuire. This one's me. <laughs> yep. Face it. This is me. That would be you, honestly. Um. So yeah, Mina is this short little ball of energy. Who thinks she's an adult and has weird taste in popsicles? <laughs> I'm an adult! I'm an adult! Drink coffee! Bleh. <laughs> I'm, I'm an adult! I drink coffee! I eat potato ice cream! <laughs> Japan is weird. Understatement of the sweet century. Sweet potato popsicle? What the fuck is a sweet potato popsicle? Red bean popsicle too, alright. What the fuck? I don't understand. Japan, you weird. Um... Predictions for Mina. I have two. I had one. What do you got? I had Sarah Wiedenheft. Funny story. I had Sarah Wiedenheft too. I also had. Hey. hey I also had Bryn April, because they both can play spunky little rambunctious energetic balls. Basically. Uh, what we got? You said balls. Yeah. Yeah. I realized that after I said it, I'm like, that's a mistake. I walked into this. You said spunky <laughs> Do you balls. Long to the... <laughs> Do you long to caress the spunky balls, Hardy? <laughs> How I long to caress them. And, and Sparky Ball Z. Yes. Next time on Sparky Ball Z. 
And now that's the four kids Dragon Ball Z. As we continue our trip down memory lane and we relive our middle school days, um, because because we're because we've regressed. Were... No, we've regressed into prepubescent teens at this point. <laughs> All right, Beavis, cut it out. There's not enough fruit spats. We're not talking about fruit basket enough to be my middle school. Yeah. <laughs> and there's not enough Kingdom Hearts. No, I'm only saying because our minds have gone straight to the other. <laughs> you said balls. <laughs> well, but you Excuse did. Me, if my mind, if my mind wasn't in the gutter, it'd be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's talk about Mina. Mina, who is voiced by Leah Clark, who has been in shows such as Assassination Classroom, Death Parade, and Maria the Virgin, which I love it. Probably my favorite performance. I love it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's probably my second favorite performance in the show. Um, she is fucking hilarious. I'm an adult. I need to learn how to drink coffee. Co adults drink coffee. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, Leah Clark took, like, a, a shot of espresso before doing that. Probably. Um, <laughs> it's like you need a bunch of sugar and caffeine to pull this one off. It's she like, is the funniest character in the show. I'm sorry. Mm. Like... Uh, when they're dubbing over the cats is also really funny, it, which ends in my favorite line. These are both male cats. Well, how you do, Chester? <laughs> Hi, Jiro. Gosh, Jiro. Like, where she, I think she instantly drops into, like, a country accent, too. No, she had it the whole time. Okay, she had it the whole time, and then she, like, they, and, like, she just doesn't change it, yep. and it's just great, and then, like, she goes to get the potato ice cream, which, God, that has to probably taste disgusting. Would, would you guys actually eat the potato ice cream? Yeah. No. I don't know. I might. I, I might, try okay, it. I, I might as... try it. Just the taste. But if I don't like it, I'm like, Ugh. So, someone I know who used to go to Japan every year, one time he brought back, um, you know how they have, like, Ben and Jerry's has the core ice cream? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so in Japan, he bought one. What do you guess was in the core? Corn. Potato. No, no. Think weirder. Um... Liver? And fish? You're on the right track with animal meat. Fish? Was it foie no. gras? No. Weirder. Uh, a squirrel. No, and this is your last guess. Hardy? Um, pork. Rattlesnake. What? He brought that's back a, rattlesnake a ice cream. That's a thing? Yes. Man, yes. you he fucking weird. I love it. <laughs> he brought back rattlesnake meat ice cream. How did he? Wow. And he showed us twice. How did he? How did he keep it from melting? I don't. I don't remember if he brought it back or if he showed us the pictures of it. Because I think he may have eaten it there with them. They did used to be able to bring like some snacks back for us. Uh, they also would have to sneak us back BL manga and dirty laundry. Oh. <laughs> They would actually leave a sacrificial one for the TSA. Mm. Nice. This has nothing to do with it. I just thought it was really funny because of the ice cream thing. But Leah Clark was fantastic. And I like when Leah Clark gets to play, like, really energetic weirdos. Mm -hmm. Like, I I don't remember another time where she played, like, a super energetic weirdo. Well, energetic, I mean, there is always... probably weirdo, not so much. There is always Dead Man Wonderland, which I rem remind you of. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And no, I'm not That's saying not the line again. This is a show about middle school. <laughs> we should 
do an episode. Can on that somebody? Someday. No, I am not doing that. Oh come on! You volunteered for volunteer Shiki. How bad could it be? Oh fuck no! <laughs> no, I am done with you two tricking me into weird things. No, oh hold up, hold up! I didn't trick you into nothing with Shiki. I just threw the option out there. You volunteered instantly. That is on you. Uh, no, I'm not doing Dead Man Wonderland, <laughs> and you could not pay me enough to do it, or trade me another show. <laughs> Alright, alright. Hardy, you and I can do Dead Man Wonderland, then that's fine. Sure. Go get Let's Andrew. go! He's, you should make Noah do it, because he hates that character. Who? Doesn't Noah hate Leah Clark's, uh, Hummingbird? Like, doesn't he, like, specifically hate Hummingbird? I have I no idea. That. Anyway, uh, but no, I thought Leah Clark was perfect, and I want her to do more characters like this. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I liked it. Yay. Spastic energy. The ball of energy oh, is great. I like what, one of my other favorite scenes in the show, by the way, is in the test episode, episode five, mm -hmm. where uh, she and the other one, uh, she and Christy Rockroth bothered Kristen McGuire for their homework to help them with the test. Mm -hmm. And then at the very end, she's like, ha ha. Now I will pass the single test. It's math. <laughs> when he was studying English. <laughs> it was great. Um, yeah, like, in terms of all three of these characters, they are, they're, uh, they're honestly a refresh, like a breath of fresh air in the show. If anything. Why couldn't the show, I would say why couldn't the show be about them, but that's just Mitsuboshi colors. Pretty much, yeah. Three little which, girls being horrible. Which, which, Sentai please dub. Mm. We, along with Princess Principal and Man in the Abyss and Land of the Lost. Oh yeah, and by the way, missed opportunity here. Oh, have Laura Woodhall? Yes. Because I would have completed the Yuri on Ice triplet trio. JJ directs the triplets being awful. <laughs> A Canadian ice program coming to your theater. Manny on ice? What, what did you say on ice? He, JJ presents awful children on ice. <laughs> a Canadian ice skating production coming to a local theater near you. No, I just realized that when you... Oh, come on. You all know JJ would be the one to do he, it. He would. No. I Like when JJ has kids. When JJ has kids, their names will be JJJ and JJJJJ. No, they'll be. They just keep adding J's. No, their three kids. His three kids will be bacon, maple, and moose. <laughs> God, excuse me. Damn it. That's bacon, maple, and mountie. Uh. <laughs> no, I just kind of found it funny because I realized when you when you brought it when we were talking about Christy, it was like, yeah, last time I know her, she's a little 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 shit child triplet. I'm like. Oh wait! <laughs> I will, I will, I will. Honest to God, say if you ever want an accurate representation of my mother and me, it's the fucking triplets and their mom from Yuri on Ice. Yeah, that sounds accurate. No, because she'll come into my room at like three in the morning and be like, "Why aren't you in bed?" And I'm like, "I'm 26." <laughs> She's like, "You can't sleep ever without your medicine. Go the fuck to bed." It's okay. You take your medicine. My mom will do the same thing. <laughs> Anyway, any other thoughts on Leah's Mina before we move on to our two leads? I think we're good. Huzzah! Megan, I hope you're prepared. Uh-oh. <laughs> open the gates of hell. <laughs> Let's open the gates of hell and talk about your quote-unquote Satan. Yeah. We're going to talk about Takagi. 
The um, please allow the me to I introduce didn't... myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. Oh my god! Please no, she's in middle school right, party. <laughs> I was gonna say, wow, Tanya the so- uh, the Sonya of Tanya the Evil season two took a really weird. <laughs> No. Okay, so Takagi is the teasing master. She sits in the back and next to Nishikata and teases him. Because like her nuts. halo is held up by her devil horns. Yeah, because why the fuck not? Well, not exactly because why the fuck not. Uh, she actually kind of has a little thing for him. Which, that in its own right, fuck that notion. I mean, that if you like somebody, you should tease them and be a jerk to them. It's just like, no, fucking tell him. Don't do that. This is why we have trust issues. I mean, everybody's different in their own way. And can you really, really, really criticize a middle schooler? (laughs) They don't know better. (laughs) I can't criticize a middle schooler, but I can criticize the people who wrote this show. Who, 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 a show, a show, yes, on a show about middle schoolers. Yes, but they made the conscientious choice to do that, and that bothers me. But if you're portraying middle schoolers, why not go the route? You of know what middle also schoolers? portrayed middle schoolers? Sukigaki Ray portrayed middle schoolers, and I didn't want to punch half the cast. Of That's a different Ray. kind of portraying middle schoolers, though. Two different, two different ways. Okay. I feel like I feel like there are other like funny middle school comedies that like don't have to resort to like getting a little too mean spirited. That's all. No, I I get you, but we, we we can we can argue about this till the cows come home. But we don't have time for that. Uh, predictions for Takagi. I only had one. I had. I actually had one go too. Ahead. I'm sorry. I had one. I had, had one. I had one, and it's uh, I fully admit that I made it completely off of the fact both hers and the male lead I made my predictions completely off of who looked the most like them aha really mm-hmm. I kind of did similar yeah I I, I picked my Takagi and because again I didn't watch the show going into it so I didn't know like how Takagi acted to uh, Nishi, Nishikata, like, a couple episodes down the line. Oh my god, she got the name but... right. Hallelujah. I've gotten the name right, like, five different times by I've now. I've just realized that we... Anyway, continue. Fuck you. <laughs> you love me. In the words of the Devil Man Crybaby 80s dub, fuck you. You um, do it to me, I, it's only fair. How the hell... Oh, look, now I've gone and kicked the bucket. Um... <laughs> I picked Afia Yu, because why not? Uh, I actually picked Sarah Wiedenhef, because it seemed like... Because Sarah has played plays a lot of energetic characters, but she's also played the rather snarky ones, and Takaki kind of had this snark to her. And I was like... And I also looked at the character design, and I'm like... Who has a slightly... Who looks like Tagaki? Who, who, who can pull off this character design and be snarky? Sarah Wiedenhef can. Ah, I see... I see we're going with the, uh, hey, this character has red hair. Where the hell is Jamie method? Yeah. No, I, I completely went with that method. I picked uh, Megan Shipman because she kind of looks Ooh. like like Takagi. Megan would have been a fun choice, too, actually. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it. I know. I would have been a great Takagi. Other Megan. Meanwhile, she's, me- meanwhile, she's elsewhere. 
<laughs> Elsewhere. <laughs> anyway, the individual voicing l the little shit devil gremlin. Satan. Uh, is actually, it is Sarah Wiedenheft, actually, uh, who has been in series such as Hioka, Konohanekitan, and Orange. Um, I guess I, I kind of want to start on this one. This is kind of different. As in, because like I was saying before, Sarah plays, has played quite a few energetic and snarky characters. This character is more snarky and actually kind of quiet. She's not bombastic. She's not a ball of energy. It, it's actually relatively different than what I've seen Sarah portray up until this point, and I, I really like it, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a... It's a lot of fun, and it's very different than what she's normally cast as. Again, going back to, holy cow, Jeremy Inman has some clever casting going on here. Um, but she's... She may be the devil, according to some people. Uh, but Takagi... Takagi, Takagi can also be kind of charming and endearing in her own way when she's not being a little shit gremlin. And those moments where she is more of the soft-spoken, quieter, and actually kind-hearted character, I really enjoyed those moments a lot. And her her um, interactions with Nishikata, because they are, that is the center of the show, of course. The interactions with Nishikata I think are actually rather enjoyable mostly because of Sarah but also be of course because Nishikata who we'll talk about in a few minutes but yeah I really enjoyed Sarah's I really have been enjoying Sarah's performance as Takagi mm -hmm. it's so fun and adorable and she is a bit of a shit gremlin but <laughs> uh, who, who, anyone want to go next I'll go next yes what do you think one thing I really appreciated is that it sounds very natural. Like, this is yeah. just... It just sounds like this is how Sarah Wiedenheff would talk in, like, your everyday average conversation. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I really appreciated how it's just... It's, she's not acting. She's not, you know, putting on well, a she facade. Is acting, but. Well, she's acting, but she's not playing a character. It's just like she's talking. Like, she's having a right. conversation. And... Um, there are times where she does have to overact a little bit, but um, but yeah, I just I, that's one of the things I really liked about it. Uh, Takagi's character, notwithstanding, uh, I did sort of ha was charmed by her at times because of the very mm -hmm. naturalistic sound of her voice. Yeah, mm -hmm. when she so wasn't I think being, she did a really good job. Yeah, basically, yeah. you're kind of same boat as me when she's not teasing the shit on Nishikata and mm -hmm. she's actually being a genuinely kind and sweet person that that was the most natural and you enjoyed that a lot right right yeah megan character notwithstanding because again tagaki is you know satan um she's not gonna she's Sarah not gonna she's gonna take that to her you're gonna take that to your grave yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry tagaki is the devil um she's a mean little girl um she's a mean awful little child um who i hope gets wrecked um I, I kind of want to see him pull over one on her. Uh, but it, I have to agree, it is probably the most middle school sounding and natural of all the characters. Mm -hmm. She really captures the spirit of being an obnoxious little, annoying little middle school brat. 
Um, and it's something that I know because he's not on the episode and he watched the sub too and I was talking to him about this. Um, he, Andrew had actually said one of the biggest turnoffs of the Japanese for him is that the seiyuu, uh, Rie Takahashi, sounds very forced when she laughs. Yes, I can agree with that I, since that's in the Japanese. I can agree with this. And that, again, kind of plays to what I said back in the introductory section where it's like, a lot of people are going to criticize that Sarah and Nishikata's actor don't sound like actual middle schoolers. Mm-hmm. And that's a completely fair assessment, but they capture what I think the real spirit of the character the spirit of the character is. Um obviously it's not taking away anything from the original Seiyu. If you prefer that language track, that's all that's that's all the power to you. Um but there is some like I said this show is more endearing in the English, especially because I do not like Tagaki-san. Mm. And if you've watched me on episodes of shows where I really don't like a character, but I like the performance, or if you've watched the W's full example, I fucking hate Yukiatsu from Anohana. Right. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate that character to death, except for maybe in the last five minutes of the last episode. Yeah. But I loved Ray Chase playing. Same with Akko. And honestly, like, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Trina Nishimura, oh, yeah. Fuck Akko. Akko's fucking worse, though, than Tagaki. There's there's no question about that. Akko is actually Satan. <laughs> Akko is, like, extra Satan. She's super Satan. Um, But Sarah have I think, just gets it as this character. And I will really agree that some of the times when she's, like, super quiet and being nice are actually some of the best. Because I think she really captures, like... <laughs> he doesn't know I like him. Like, that kind of, like, thing, but, like, so much sweeter than what I just did, being, like, <laughs> Beavis, hey, Beavis. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> Shut up, That's Megan. terrifying. God, that was... Shut up, Beavis. Shut up, Beavis. <laughs> you do that too well, Hardy. <laughs> I, I can't do a good impression of anything, uh... so... But <laughs> anyway, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> so I guess we're in agreement. Despi- the character notwithstanding, we loved Sarah's talking. <laughs> yes. Cool. We got one more character. Our our lead male protagonist in this whole shebang, the one who's teased a lot and wants his vengeance. We're gonna talk about Nishikata. Poor boy. Yeah. Poor boy. Nature's uh, but, punching bag. Yes. But it's okay. Even though he's nature's punching bag, he's apparently going to be so muscular, right? Right. Cause, cause, Question, was the guy on the TV on that episode Jeremy Inman? I don't know. I've been paying attention. But, uh, yeah, side note, there was one little segment where uh, Nishikata, he comes home one day, he watches TV, and he's like, sees some guy who's like, every time I lose... I do more training, like, five times more. And then he gets in his head. Every time she teases me, I'm going to do some training. Like, Otakagi teased me 15 times a day. Five times is too much. Let's go three and do 150. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And the joke is... He's going to go from, like... He's going to be so sick. (laughs) He's going to end up like Asta. Yes. 
Asta's magic isn't anti-magic, it's fucking CrossFit. Yep. <laughs> I mean, if you've seen, if you saw, like, what, not, not, was it yet this past week? Yeah. Where mm. all of a sudden he's, like, thrown back, he stands up, and most of his freaking clothes are torn. It's like, that kid is swole. <laughs> Shit, mm. son. Uh, anyway. Predictions for Nishikata. What do we got? I'm gonna go last. I had Micah Soul Sod. Oh, you had Micah? Okay. You said you want to go last, Hardy? I do want to go last. Okay. I had two, and I based it off of the character design as well as this, the performance in the Japanese. The two I had were actually Dallas Reed and Justin Briner. I had Dallas Reed simply because he looks exactly like him. Ta-da! Yeah. Beepus, beepus. Don't disgrace beepus, beepus like that. <laughs> yes. Okay, so the voice of Nishikata is probably the most odd casting of the entire show. But I don't care because I kind of like it, actually. It's Aaron Dismuke. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. Uh, Aaron Dismuke has been in series such as Akka 13 Territory Inspection Department, The Heroic Legend of Arslan, and Ping Pong the Animation. So who wants to go first? Uh, Megan, you go first. Uh, I thought it was great. I feel I feel really bad for poor Aaron. Poor, 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 poor butt monkey Aaron. Um, oh, Nishikata. But he plays the butt monkey really well. Yes. Um, he plays he plays the character really well. He gets the spirit of the character. Obviously, Aaron Dismuke does not want does no longer sound like a middle schooler. Um, it's been a long time since he was stuck in that suit of armor where he did. Um. Uh, no, he did. The, he did the character great justice. I feel. I feel bad for him. I get behind him when he's being a devious little gremlin himself. But I feel like he's really earnest. And one of the things I really like is how he plays Nishikata by like being into super girly romantic stuff. Like it's super cool. It's like I. I'm behind this. I'm behind this. This dumb middle schooler himself thinking that manga is the way to get a girlfriend and being like basically every dude in an otome game ever and i love how he plays that off and i i find it really sweet and cute and i think aaron's performance in this is really sweet and cute mm-hmm. okay hardy yeah i i like it a lot as well it's kind of a bit of a departure for him um whenever oh yeah definitely whenever aaron has to do like a really serious role i think he can at times come off a quite flat and so I really appreciate when he does more energetic, you know, comedic roles because he really gets to put his acting chops to better use. Because um, mm-hmm. when he gets to, you know, when he gets to do go outside of what his usual range is, it's really fun to listen to because um, he is a very talented actor. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so I, I agree with Megan. He's very earnest and, you know, um, just, you know, you feel bad for the kid. You want him to succeed. And at, at times, you, you still can't help but laugh at his failures and, and, and every time he gets screwed up. But it, and his, his heart's in the right place, I'd have to say. Like, the first episode, Screwy Around, was, like, kind of cool. But as it goes on, like, the series has kind of gotten a little bit progressively meaner to right. him. Right, yeah. Yeah, the one thing, you mentioned it's gotten meaner to him. The one thing that really got under my skin in particular was how Takagi was helping him with his math. Yes. And then she's like, oh, by the way, none of that's going to be on the test. I'm like, why would you do that? 
I mean, he's already said his he's going to get in trouble with his parents if he doesn't get a good grade. Why would you purposefully mislead him so that he gets in trouble with his parents? See, that's what I have. I, I want to get more into that in, like, final thoughts of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is, that is like, hitting the nail on the head of why I have problems with this show. Right, right. But yeah. anyways, no, I, Aaron's... I can see what you're saying. Yeah. Other than that, Aaron's, uh, Aaron's performance was really great. I was really happy with it. Probably one of my favorites from him... Uh, outside of Leo from Blood Blockade. That's a hard one to ever yeah. That is a hard one. Like, he is fucking Leonardo Watch. So, what's interesting for me when it comes to this particular character and Aaron voicing it, it is the last thing I expected considering the character design of this character. Cause, and it's like, I didn't I originally I was like, this is odd. Is this really gonna work? I'm not sure about it. I'm kind of hesitant. And then it took a little bit to grow on me, but it didn't take an extreme amount of time because you're you're right. It's a very earnest and endearing performance. He has such a fun energy about him, and he has really good comedic timing. And it's just. Kind of, it's there's moments where it's adorable. There's also moments where I want to punch him in the face. <laughs> I.e., you're on your period. What? Say that again. That was okay. That was more of the show making that intention. No, I know, I know, I know. But still, it's like if I was talking to this kid and he suddenly told, like said that to me, I'm like, bitch, what? <laughs> I would do that to any of the guys. Like legitimately, if a guy, like real talk, guys. If you ever pull, oh, hey, you're, you're on your period, is that why you're so grumpy? You better clench. You better run. My foot, you better clench or you better run because my foot is coming straight for your dick. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst thing you could a- tell or ask ask a woman, okay? It's it's not funny. It's not funny. It's, it, yes, it's a natural thing in life. It's but also it's... fucking painful and you will never yeah. want to experience that pain in your life. Yeah. I'm life tips with the ladies from Girl Talk. Dump the lady. D- wow. <laughs> We're on a roll tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Oh God! But please destroy this footage. <laughs> please destroy this record of interaction. <laughs> um, no, but invest in Bitcoin. Destroy this. <laughs> no, it, the, I mean. So yeah, it's. I did not think, considering the character design of this of Nishikata, that Aaron would. This was the last thing I expected to happen. Again, Jeremy Inman with unique casting, everybody, um, which is fun. I love when directors go out of the box and unorthodox in casting. It's fantastic. Love it. Um, but yeah, c- considering the character design, I wasn't sure if this would be good for Aaron, but after seeing seeing this character again and watching him be this just this kind of awkward middle schooler who's trying to get his vengeance against Satan. Just once. <laughs> just once. That's, that's all he wants. That's all he wants is to get back a talking he wants. Someone needs to set his, like, attempts and failures up to, like, the most epic music you can think of. 
what's the fuck? Oh, oh, Fortuna. <laughs> no, um, uh, the, go- is it the, the one? Ghost Love Score by Nightwish. <laughs> like the Latin chanting one. Oh, that's Oh Fortuna is is the Latin chanting one. No, yeah, that's it, it's it's no, not it, that no, one. that that's Oh Fortuna. No, but that's not the one I'm saying. Okay. Oh, like, so I you edited the, the moments. I edited the moments and I used O Fortune. I know which one it is. But anyway, uh, yeah, I I I I liked Aaron. I liked Aaron as Nishikata. It was re- it was the most unexpected from this casting, honestly, and it was adorable and endearing. And I'm rooting for the kid, and he's one of my favorite performances of the show, <laughs> which is cool. I like it. Uh, can we please have Aaron pop up in more things? Because he seems to just disappear for a period of time and then reappear. Uh, similar to some other actors, I think. Pretty sure. Um, any other thoughts on Aaron as Nishikata? Or do we want to move on to final thoughts? No, I'm good. I'm just trying to find the song <laughs> now so I can get my point across. Is it Party from the Requiem with, with a... Is it from the Requiem with a Dream soundtrack? I think it might be! I don't even know what you're talking about because like I've never seen that movie. Why do I feel like it's from? Why do I feel like it's from Death Note all of a sudden? That's what I think it might be the Death Note music. <laughs> <laughs> Bingo! <laughs> As she look. No, it is O Fortuna. Yeah. I'm trying to think. That one, yeah, that's O Fortuna. You were singing a really. Yeah, I'm fucking you dumb. Were singing I'm a, fucking you were singing dumb. it differently. I have a fucking humanities degree and I don't know what fucking Fortuna is. Please revoke my degree and take back my student debt. No, you keep the student debt. We'll Mostly the last degree. part. Well, damn it! <laughs> that's not how this works. You can't. Fuck! <laughs> damn, there goes my master plan. <laughs> okay, I think we're ready to move on to final thoughts, are you? Mm hmm. Yeah, I'm good. Who wants to go first with final thoughts then? I guess I will, because I'm already talking. Do um, it. This is a dub that makes the show a lot more tolerable, if you're someone like me. I find this show to be very mean-spirited at times. I get that both sides are kind of in on the joke. Like, both sides are kind of doing it. But there are times where Takagi takes it too far. Hardy hit the nail on the head in the two, one of the two moments I hated the most in the show. One being that she acted all nice and taught him all the wrong things and told him that to mess with him, which was one and fucking awful. If you ever do that to somebody, go fuck yourself. Do not fuck with people's grades, kids, if you're in school. Don't help somebody and then be like, oh yeah, by the way, this is not on the test. Slip him the bird. This isn't Pop Team Epic. Um, and the second one being uh, when he buys the books. Uh, and she kind of pushes him to, like, get him to say that he likes it, even though he's com- clearly uncomfortable not telling him because he's a little boy and he's afraid that liking a girly thing is bad. P.S. Boys, it's not. Um, go like Oron, go like Vampire Knight. Well, not Vampire Knight, because it shows fucking garbage. About to garbage. say, don't, like, don't go and like Vampire Knight. Don't like Vampire Knight. It's awful. If you're going to watch a vampire anime, watch a good one, like she. I mean, just yeah. um, just reminder that real men watch Princess Tutu. You are yeah, correct. Real men, real, real men do watch Princess Tutu. Real men uh, watch but... Princess Tutu. Sorry. Real ninjas <laughs> is a dead meme. God damn it. Um, but no, 
but like I said, those those moments, which can come off as very harsh and very mean, do become a little bit more endearing in the English. There's a lot of really good, interesting, natural performances, especially from Sarah Wiedenhef, to which she's probably right now my front runner for best female in a comedy, because if you know me, if I hate a character enough, but love the performance, you're doing something really right. Uh, so good on it, and I would like to see Jeremy Inman maybe direct a comedy that's not... Well, okay, he directed Real Life, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I haven't seen Real Life, but I've been told it's really good. I haven't seen Real Life either, but the person who would tell you if it's good or not, and I'm pretty sure he would Jamal. say yes, would be Jamal. Yeah, I've heard Real Life is really good. I would like to see Jeremy Inman get to direct maybe a comedy with potentially older characters. Okay. That's a little bit less mean-spirited. Um, but hey, you did a good job, JJ. No one defeats you. <laughs> Hardy, what are your final thoughts on uh, Takagi-san? Yeah, I thought, you know, my opinions on the show in general are mixed. But like Megan said, the dub makes it so much more tolerable. Um, I don't, I didn't really get as offended by it. It, it didn't strike. I'm not offended. I just think it's me. Yeah, I. I wouldn't even say that there are times to where I feel like she does go too far to the point where it's almost bullying. Although it's not really bullying as much as it is just harsh teasing. Um, And that did strike a chord with me because I did go through very, very harsh bullying in middle school to the point to where I I had to actually leave school and was homeschooled for the rest of my home education. Um... But, you know, jokes on them because I graduated when I was 16 years old with a special award in science and I ranked within the top 50 in the nation on my ACTs. Just a little brag there. Ha ha, bitches! Yeah. Suck it, bitches. Suck it! But yeah, that kind of struck a chord with me. And even though Takagi isn't really bullying him to be mean to him, um, it did, uh, there are points to where I'm like, hey, you know, that's, that's not cool. That, that needs to stop. So, my opinions on the show notwithstanding, the dub does help it out considerably. Uh, where it's sort of like a show, sort of like um, Masamune Kun's Revenge, that normally I would not finish all the way through if it wasn't for a very entertaining dub. So, that's what I have to say. Yeah, the show, by the way, is nowhere near as mean spirited as Masamune Oh, no, no, nowhere. Masamune Kun's Revenge is a show I will not watch on premise. Like, I straight up will not watch that show because of the premise of it. Right. You can all flame me in the comments, be like, oh, give it a chance, you might like it. Like, Mm -hmm. as somebody who could potentially be in that situation, no. Yeah. Just no. The only reason I kept watching it was, A, because Josh Greeley's performance was hilarious, and B, because it was a double talk. Huzzah. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I'm... Like I was saying in the beginning, I'm kind of in the middle when it comes to the show itself. Like, there are times where I find it to be kind of charming, kind of adorable. There are times where it's just kind of like, why did you do that? That's kind of bad. (laughs) Um, (coughs) But, but, the dub itself, because obviously that's the focus here, ladies and gentlemen. uh, The dub itself is really enjoyable. It has quite a bit of casting that... I wouldn't expect to see 
and a lot of voice actors are kind of playing against their normal type, their normal um, character type. So that's always refreshing and fun to see. And I, between this and the other show that Jeremy Inman is directing this season, I kind of like the other one more. But there's more reasons to it, and unfor unfortunately, I'm not going to be talking about that episode. But um, there's a lot of reasons to like the other show that Jeremy's directing. I actually forgot what the other show was for a minute, and then I remember what it is. I was like, oh, that one that I need to. Start yes, watching. yes, you do. Holy shit! <laughs> like especially me, I would like the show. Oh, you would have fun with it. So much fun with it. Um, Oh, there's a key thing I wanted to say, and I'm like, no, I can't say it. That'll spoil which show it is. Fuck. Um, but yeah, the dub itself is it is enjoyable. It makes the show a lot more fun to watch and enjoy. Uh, and the the direction on it, the casting, uh, the writing is fun too. Uh, everything on it has just been really enjoyable to me so far. It makes the show a lot more charming and endearing than its initial premise actually is. So, good on everyone with Takagi-san. I want to say this really mm -hmm. quick, just because before we move on, and I I was kind of thinking of, like, what's a, another, like, adult, like, older kind of, like, character comedy that I would want to see Jeremy Inman direct? Yeah. I would love to see Jeremy Inman's casting choices on a show similar to Monthly Girls Nozaki. Ooh. That would be interesting. I say that because my Nozaki-kun box set is staring me right in the face. Also, fucking watch Nozaki-kun. I think it's on high dive. It is. It is. Yeah, if you've not watched Nozaki-kun and you want a show that's a little bit in the same realm as a, like a fun, weird, a little like slightly off-the-wall like uh, romantic comedy... Go watch Nozaki. It's a better show. Yes, honestly. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, so I think we're good, unless anybody else has any well, any last, last minute final thoughts to add. I'm going to take that as a no. So if you're interested... No kiss. <laughs> kiss. No kiss. Kiss. Damn it. All right. Uh, well, if you are interested in catching the English dub for Takagi-san, uh, you can do so through Funimation now they have their premium subscription service uh, which they do offer a 14 day free trial if you're interested in their services however if you do not want to keep the subscription this is your weekly reminder essentially to cancel the subscription because it does ask for credit card information and they will take money from your account if you're interested in seeing the show itself in the Japanese it is over on Crunchyroll where they also have a subscription service if you are interested in that uh if you're interested in catching any of the other stupid bullshit that we do as human beings, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Lilac Anime Review with review being sort of R E V U E. You can follow Spaceman Hardy on Twitter at Spaceman Hardy. He is also a forum and Discord mod for Funimation. If you want to pop in over, the, over at the forums or the Discord and say hi. And as for Megan, you can follow her on Twitter at QueenEra2. Uh, she is also a Disco Discord moderator over at Funimation. Uh, so if you want to pop in and say hi. I'm working on that forum part. That's why I said Discord and not forum. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can pop in and one. say hi. And hopefully not get murdered <laughs> sometimes by everyone. But I'm going to... 
You don't murder anybody. Are you sure about that? We just put a boot straight up there behind. Putting a boot up the butt, isn't that the same as murder? <laughs> no. I'm tired. Hit, be Hit, Hit. I can't do that for too long. Shit. Fuck. Alright, if you want to check out anything else from Dub Talk in general, uh, obviously the best way to do so is you found the video. Subscribe to us here, where we po where we put up new episodes every week. Whether it's normal normal episodes like this, Dub Talk Classics. Uh, no, we do not put up full movies. <laughs> but we thank you for the viewer <laughs> guys. Thank you for the views on your names, guys. Oh god, that was fun to discover the other day. <laughs> and uh, we also do like vlogs and other fun stuff and we have stuff being planned right by now. the time this goes up we're probably partying at anime boston a decent amount of us <laughs> or we're about to be at anime boston Woo um and you can also follow us on twitter instagram tumblr and our twitch channel all at dub talk podcast any last any last final words before we sign off for the evening apologies to dallas reed Please apologize to him. That boy has been through enough. You started it. Shit, I'm dying. Fuck me. I did not call him a fetus. <laughs> also, come back, Yamato no Kami. Kashi misses you. Come back. I'm dying. Oh, god damn. <coughs> come back, Yamato no Kami. I miss you, fluffy hair. Oh, god. I'm alive, I swear. Also, also, drop it in the comments if you think Stephanie should watch Token Rambu Hanamaru, just saying. I'm gonna get to it eventually. It's not a priority, though. <laughs> if I told you Matt Shipman played a really hot guy in it, would you still watch it? I'd watch it, but it's not a priority right now. <laughs> Steph, there are so many husbands for you. I'm aware of this. It's not a priority right now. I will say this until the cows come home or till or until I eventually watch the damn thing. So what you're saying is if I bring you a cow plushie to anime Boston. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Stop it. Hardy. Yep. I need you to pull the trigger and take us home. I, I think I'm coming down with something. Oh, fuck me. Alright. On, on behalf of the Dub Talk podcast, <laughs> Otaku on my friends. I'm alive, I swear. G Google, fucking really? <laughs> I think my like, I think like my out, like my finger just tapped on like the Google mic that says like, okay, Google. Yeah. Oh, now it's listening to me. Hey, Google, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if, cause I have um. I have a- I have a- <laughs> Now I just pulled up a YouTube video of a guy with a phone yelling, go fuck <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm- I'm tempted to talk- Hey Google. Hey Google. Okay Google. Show me Pootie Tang. <laughs> hey, from the Pootie Tang clip! <laughs> hold on, hold on, I wanna talk to mine. Okay Google. Who is best boy? It's apparently the electric company, so that means Kaminari. <laughs> um...
Okay, Goop. That's right. I'm going to make the, our YouTube comments saltier than the people who watch the Anime Awards. Oh. Hold on, hold on. Okay, Google. Who is your waifu? I don't know the answer to that. Damn it. <laughs> I don't. Okay, Google. How do I rob a bank? Don't. <laughs> no, really don't. No, don't, 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 don't. <laughs> Shit, I didn't. Oh, great. Now that FBI agent watching me from my webcam is going to be like, bitch, you fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up. You we fucked should probably up. move hey, Google, on. How... Hey, Google. Okay, Google. How do I escape to Wakanda? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm good with talking about Sarah Whedon. If she was great. Everybody else? Good. 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 Okay, Google. What is your favorite anime? I'm curious. Okay, Google, how do we transition to the next character? Never mind. <laughs> okay, it turned off good. <laughs> I was trying, it didn't help. <laughs> All right. That failed miserably. Anyway, so. Well, that I guess just we're in happened. <laughs> Google doesn't know the glory of waifus, <laughs> it doesn't understand. Um, doesn't so under I guess. Don't understand, Mom. <coughs> <coughs> dying um 